right. Hello and welcome to the Cosmic Eye Spirit Work Show. I am your host, Jason. I have on the line Angel from Angel on the Eighth Day. How's it going, Angel? <laughs> it's going well. Did you like it that? Like God, that was like a <laughs> yeah. like a radio announcer. What is, what is it almost sounded like you said the lion, and I was gonna chuckle at that moment. Wow. And then I'm like, oh, I think he means the line. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you see what happens when I try to be a smooth and radio DJ like it all goes south. It all goes no, I think <laughs> Welcome to the lion. <laughs> the, uh, or, the, what it, the, yeah, welcome. Wait, we have. No, what did you say? We have the lion. Not <laughs> only what I said, we have the lion. I think I said, oh, I know what I said, on the line. Like I like like you're like you're a call in, like you're on my radio show yeah. and you're calling in <laughs> on the line. We'll go ahead and pick that up. Caller, are you there? <laughs> Good God. At any rate, this is the cosmic eye spirit yes. work show. And we are we are free forming it as you can hear today. So uh, we're going to get back to our talk about angels. An angel is going to be sharing some angel stories and so forth that he, uh, that he, some of your experiences that you had traveling, right? We're going to hear some of that. Um, and also, we're going to talk about Doreen Virtue and some of her uh, angel, angelology and angel 101 type stuff. So, we're going to get into that and kind of how, how you can connect to angels in, in a basic way if you're not familiar. We talk a little bit about uh, what angels are and what they mean to us. By us, I mean you and me specifically, uh, but also to maybe some of our friends and some people that we've talked to and stuff. I've got a friend who had a couple of stories, and hopefully I'll be able to get to those today. Uh, and hopefully I'll be able to get to my own story. Uh, but we don't, you know, we, we don't know where spirit's going to move us to, so we'll uh, we'll let it unfold as it will, right? Yeah. When you um, when you just mentioned what it means to us it reminded me of this um page that i was actually going to send you which is funny i can't believe i didn't mention it okay um, while we were talking earlier um but all it it has a very similar concept to what i was mentioning to you privately before when we were discussing um kind of like the concept of God or um, how, you know, God was created or formed or came to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, very light combo that we have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, this is um, the kind of stuff we talk about when we're not talking about flowy robes and boots and crystals. <laughs> we right, go into exactly. the, nature, the nature of divine divinity and how the universe was created, so. Yes. Um, so, okay, I think I found it. All right. Uh, she's talking about, this is Doreen Virtue again. Okay. Um, so she's talking about the, these concept of, uh, deities and how they were, the, how they came to be and how they formed. And, um, some of them, some people think that they were born into like rich royal families or, um, then like they denied their heritage in favor of spiritual teachings, which. I'll talk about that concept a little bit later as well. Um, and then she said, I started to realize that these stories were archetypal legends that may or may not be based upon historical fact. Perhaps these stories and even the deities themselves provide a way 
to teach people about some aspect of God, such as the potential for his healing ability to be encased within the persona of a healing God. Or maybe if we focus our prayers and thoughts on a concept over time, such as a goddess or a God, the collective thought forms, I'm sorry, the collective thought forms gel into a living spiritual organism that behaves in the way we've come to expect. All of our human thought power is encapsulated into this deity and become and comes back to us like a principle and interest in a spiritual bank account. It's possible that we humans tap into divinities that already exist. I'm sorry, that already exist. Or it's possible that our collective beliefs and legends create these beings who then come to have a real life force of their own. Interesting. I like that. What I was reminded of when you were talking about that uh, is this, this idea, there's this idea uh, that's in sort of uh, ceremonial magic, but also in, it's, it's an ancient Greek idea. And, the, and it, it's this concept called egregore egregore and an egregore is like a a stream of uh magical work or a sort of historical tradition of a certain magical group or spiritual tradition it's kind of like it creates almost like this archetypal energy that you can tap into uh i I almost i was almost getting that same kind of feeling like it's almost as if like it's not that we're, I, I don't think, I think she said something about creating it. I don't think we're creating, yeah. what I think we're doing is tapping into those archetypal energies and giving them imagery. They are they, yeah. what it seems like to me, but either way, like once we give them the imagery and we keep feeding into them, I think there is a definite power that's created that we can, it's like a momentum almost, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Your book talks about this concept, right? So if you use that if you focus on, let's say, the negative, mm-hmm. then things become negative. Yeah. Um, I'll we also talk about this yeah, <laughs> a little bit later with my, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, you're talking about my, medita- my meditation book, right? If yes. Yes. To meditate. Yes. Okay. Yes. If you can sure. worry, you can meditate. So if you focus on the worry, then everything becomes negative. Um, so if you just shift that over to, positive thinking then you just basically look at the positive and sometimes yeah. people find that to be like over you know like overly sweet i think I, re- I remember when i was younger and i would come across people who are positive i would jokingly say ah and they'd say what i'm like i think you're giving me a cavity you know because like they were just so <laughs> like like sugary sweet yeah it's it's funny how like i mean you know there's a certain cynicism when it comes to that that idea, but it's like, you know, that cynicism comes from that same place as negativity comes from. It comes from a place yeah. of kind of, of fear and scarcity and what will they think of me? And I don't want to look to this or that. And you know what I mean? It's based in those same kind of negative emotions. I think that like, just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's funny because people don't realize the power of of their own their own thoughts and their own visualizations and you know so it just sounds corny or too simple do you right. know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think that 
that's the danger. <laughs> I was just going to say that's the danger of it is that it yeah. sounds too corny and too simply like, well, I just think about positive things and, and positive things happen to me. And it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That's or exactly. you focus on the positive and then that's all you see. What's the difference? I, it's and it's incredible. And, you know, and the thing is, is that modern psychology um, you know, in postmodern psychology, like the latest cutting edge neuroscience type psychology now is basically saying, look, we only see the things that we can conceptualize and think about. Uh, basically, those are the only things that come into our percept into the perception of our, our, our minds to the point where we will literally not see things that don't agree with our mindset. And when you think about that, you're like, oh my God, I'm I'm, I'm literally blinding myself to positive, abundant, loving, creative things all around me because all I see is crap all day long and visualize, you know, and I watch all these terrible things on TV and I'm getting you know, caught up in social media and doom scrolling, as they say, and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. and I want you to, you personally, um, to listen back to this and stop at literally blinding myself and go back to the conversation we were having yes uh, two hours ago <laughs> point taken i i got i got those little goosebumps you talk about yeah. so readily <laughs> so yeah. that was he, good angel's actually referring to a person that i'm working with and he we had some insight into some situations that he's dealing with so thank you good point spiritual jam out yeah exactly so, I mean, and, and this is the, you know, this is the point, again, we talk so much in the show about being in the moment and paying attention to things and like stopping and noticing these little things. And earlier you pointed out a couple of things that I was pointing out, these kind of repetitious things that I was pointing out that gave me some insight. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, pay attention. You know, we say this every single week, but I, I'll say it again because <laughs> it's, it's worth saying, just like it's worth knocking TikTok each week for you. Right. <laughs> Even though, no, no offense to TikTok, we, we actually, yeah, know. of course but not. The point is, <laughs> is some things we need to keep reinforcing. And this is one of them. It's, you know, pay attention to the images, pay attention to the language, pay attention to the symbols that pop up in, in your language with your friends. And if you see, or hear or notice repetitious things, there's usually something in that for you. Or if you, you know this, right? And so it's one of these ideas too, where like, speaking of angels, these were things like, you know, angels, you know, and, and spirit guides and, 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 you know, these different spiritual figures that come into our lives will, will also point those sort of things out to us in repetitious yes. ways, right? I see something on TV and then I hear it on the news and then, you know, then I'm driving down the street and I notice a statue on the side of the road that I never saw before that reminds me of this and that. It, you know what I mean? It, the, the things yeah. keep coming up that you need to understand, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes they're not always like uh, pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, sometimes they're, the messages come in like a little bit harsher of a way uh, in this life. I, I feel like when I travel, I'm a little bit more um a bit careless <laughs> perhaps <laughs> and i'm just like very focused on have not focused but i'm just having so much fun sometimes i come back with like little marks or dings because i'm not paying attention as much so mm -hmm. i you know yeah. I, just bought those new, I just bought those like a new boots so i didn't really learn how to walk on them quite yet <laughs> and so 
there was something in my confidence that wasn't necessarily there like on the I feel like it was on the first night before the festival even began because um, I landed in Austin on Thursday um, so on Thursday night I was wearing these boots and it wasn't quite you know uh, walking confidently in them yet and then um they were they're they're rather high these boots correct yeah <laughs> so let's let's frame and, it for our listeners who can't see your yeah. boots right now <laughs> yeah they're these really cool doc martin yeah they're kind of have a thick sole yeah um so i i come back sometimes with some dings on my um on my hands mm. and those are the things that i kind of not I mean, I value my whole entire body, but yep. um, my hands are what I work with a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I got like a little bit of a scratch, I think, um, near my, uh, the middle of my forehead to like where my third eye would be. And, you know, feeling and vision is it. So um, sometimes it's like, okay, stand in your confidence and uh, take care of yourself and be more aware of your surroundings or pay attention to the things yeah. because the, my whole thing is to pay attention to everything you know yeah. that's what uh, we keep saying and then here I am just being a little bit uh, more careless and it's like ah, you have to you know sometimes those messages come in a different way interesting well you know what I was thinking of when you were saying that is that I mean for you because you do have to be so meticulous about your words and your energy and the space you keep for your clients and your hands that you're using for healing and so on that like you know it it's almost like you you wanna you need to sort of let go of that and just let loose sometimes but but yeah. it's but also I think spirits telling you like, oh, pay attention though too, especially if you're in these kind of wilder situations or public situations where, you know, you could get hurt uh, if, yeah. you, if you let go too much, right? So, you know, I was just kind of thinking like you, gosh, it's almost like you would need to go away to a to an island, to one of those like <laughs> inclusive, no, but like one of those inclusive spa type places oh, or something yeah. where like you can just like do whatever you want and someone's gonna, you know, grab you if you fall down or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you just, uh, like at Sandals in Jamaica or something, like you could hire a, a guy to follow you around. If Hey, if I stumble, just, you know, go ahead and grab me. I'll you know <laughs> there's there's a real vacation for you so at any rate i'm, I'm off track let's get back, let's get back to angels a so, person valet is that what you're asking yeah kind of like that, basically but a, but, a, but, a va but a sort of a partially a, a valet and maybe a a personal bodyguard but for you not protecting you from someone else but from yourself how about That's that hilarious. there you go so at any rate, uh, back to angels. Uh, so <laughs> two books, actually three books. So I have, I'm, I've been looking at how to work with angels by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, and that's kind of one of the earlier uh, works. And then we also looked at Dorian Virtue. I have her Angel Therapy Handbook, which is is fun. And you have which is which is the one you have? Um, Archangels and Ascended Masters. And Ascended Masters. And then we talked a little a bit about this before the show. And, you know, a lot of this, a lot of people don't realize, especially with some of this new work, um, you know, a lot of this work that people are familiar with today in this sort of light worker movement and so on does come from Elizabeth Clare Prophet, Dorian Virtue, 
um, you know, some of the newer teachers and so forth, and, you know, people that probably I don't even know about now, so they're more, more, even more current, because I, I tend to read things that are older, but this comes back, uh, if you want to go way back, a lot of this material is actually from Madame Blavatsky and from Theosophy, and her, uh, her book, The Secret Doctrine, it's a two-volume book, uh, that's a very important work. It really is kind of the foundation of all of this new age stuff that we're, we're speaking about. That probably, I would argue that Theosophy and Blavatsky's work were kind of one side of the coin, and then the other side of the coin was the work of uh, the early spiritualists um, and the early, you know, the early psychics and so forth, Alan Kardec and and the spiritist movement that came out of the spiritualist movement and so forth, and the Fox sisters in, uh, in Hyde Park, I believe it was, in, in, uh, on the East Coast. This is all around the sort of mid to late 1800s that all of this was occurring. So, uh, there, you know, this kind of new age spiritual revolution that came through the, you know, through the 20s and 30s and then in the 40s, 50s and 60s, and then, you know, through the 70s and then up till today, it really had its, you know, grounding in this in the late 1800s. Of course, this is all ancient wisdom, though. This comes from ancient traditions, you know, shamanic traditions and ancient traditions around the world. But the modern version of it is is a lot of it, honestly, is from Madame Blavatsky. So, uh, one of these days we're going to get around to talking about her, right? Once we yes. once we get through all of the other stuff we need to talk about first. But uh, she's an important figure, and I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to. Madame Blavatsky for her, her great work. So uh, as we talk about her, we'll talk about some of her controversies and so on as well in the, in the near, near future. So um, let's talk Sagittarius. <laughs> What's that? I said maybe for Sagittarius. That seems yes. to be like... A... Yes. The most philosophical of all the signs. We'll, we'll definitely uh, get into it in Sagittarius. Great idea. Um, so Let's talk a little bit about Dorian Virtue and the book that you have. There was a couple of things you wanted to cover in that book that you thought would be valuable. And so I'm going to hand it over to you. And then I want to hear some good stories is what I'm hoping. <laughs> not, to, not to just so throw it all on, on you, but. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. That statement I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, the perspective of kind of creating this thing um, coming from a Catholic uh, background or being raised, um, yeah, Catholic for the most part, and then some um, inclusion of indigenous aspects. Yeah, the saints are very much this. You know, uh, I guess saints could be. Would you would you say that saints are like ascended masters? I would. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, and yeah. so for us, you know, um, it's. It, it's not uncommon to request the services of some of these saints if there's a need that you have. And I think that um, that's kind of what the, no, that's pretty much what the book goes into. Yeah. That uh, you tap into these, um, these services that these archangels and ascended masters provide because they are essentially here to do so. And that's their, their purpose. They've ascended and they're kind of, the, well, the archangels, um, I think are the protectors of earth. I don't know if we discussed that last time. I think um, a little bit. I think we touched on it a little bit, but we can go deeper. Um, and then the ascended masters have ascended because of the work that they've done. Um, right. And then, yeah, exactly. And then also, I mean, they're, and they're, 
you know, they generally speaking, the idea of ascended masters, as far as as far as I understand it, is that usually they're I want to call them sort of divine beings. They have a mission, yeah. and they're they're sort of they're kind of uh, div- they're slated, I guess, or or kind of divine divined i don't know i don't have a good word for it they're 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 for or ordained i guess there's a good word they're ordained to take on a specific body a specific role in a specific place to do a specific job like yeah. you know like buddha like krishna like jesus um like muhammad they they, they come along to share uh a new sort of paradigm of understanding and spiritual enlightenment with a specific people usually uh, for, yes. you know and they speak in their language with their type of visual visualization of of divinities and so on so they're usually for specific peoples and then the the ascended masters generally or or these these kind of um, in in India they call them avatars they're they're sort of a a special dispensation from you know from the divine being from from god basically and they have a special mission so they're you know they're it's not as if they just kind of came up with their own mission they generally have some sort and this is where angels would come in oftentimes they usually have an angelic announcement and they also are usually in contact with angels or archangels throughout their career uh, okay so that's a part of it as well and you know there's usually some sort of some sort of uh divine announcement that 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 takes place in the world to kind of herald their arrival and so on so and generally speaking they make big waves in culture and you you notice like the impact of of a krishna or a jesus or a buddha or a muhammad they they literally change the world with their with their views and their ideas that they bring and then there's these there's also ascended masters who work on a more not through the body but in it through 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 spiritual realms and vis, and visitations through mediumship and through meditation or through just contact with uh, people who are more open to that kind of thing and aware yeah uh, so those are some different ways that those you know so there's there is a bit of a difference i kind of blurred the lines between the ascended masters and and these kind of divine beings that come through but oftentimes depending on who you read they also blur those lines okay yeah when i was younger and read more i remember um exploring religion and just kind of like some of the i don't i don't remember reading um a lot on um hindu religion Mm -hmm. but i I, I, from what I remember reading or my thought process at the time when I was reading things about like Buddha, Muhammad and Jesus, I always found them to be very similar. Mm-hmm. I found some of their like, um, uh, like some of the processes to be a bit similar, like a bit similar, like uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, there was like a starvation period or there's like this um humility thing right Mm -hmm. sure Uh, and just being down with you know helping um like people as much as possible and then yeah um, 
there's but, usually there's usually too like a period of of temptation you know yeah he had his, his temptations during his meditation jesus has had his temptation where the where he you know faced the devil and he took him to the top of the temple and all that and you know i'm sure i'm sure there's a similar you know a similar uh, theme in muhammad's journey as well where he had to face challenges so yeah interesting those that's just one small part of it i'm sorry go ahead no no it's okay when so when i was younger i always remember having this concept and i would like tell people um in like sixth grade <laughs> that <laughs> they were like the same yeah. and uh, they are like well you're kind of like kooky for a sixth grader um <laughs> yeah it sounds like some of the crazy stuff i like to say when i was in sixth grade I, I yeah mean, <laughs> which is why we get along and, so well <laughs> right <laughs> and then i was like well doesn't it make sense to you that you would have someone who looks like you that you look up to because um these like similar to what you were saying they speak your language mm. they have the imagery that you resonate with that you understand that you've already kind of believed in um i mean i I'm, there's a whole thing with jesus not being as white or if not not white at all <laughs> but uh you know people have decided to take that over um well what you know what's interesting about that though is like if you look um you know, at the images of Jesus in different countries, he reflects the, the yeah. skin tone of wherever he is being portrayed, which I find. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because there's an ownership that you take on. Yeah. And it, I think it goes with uh, her statement of us creating uh, these deities or these entities or, you know, this kind of uh, imagery because you want to become uh, closer to God and how do you become closer to something that you don't look like yeah. so I think that that's kind of part of it um also oh there was something else that I was going to say Ooh, why did I lose it oh yes sorry we can cut that part I'm not gonna, also I'm not gonna cut that. We're, just, we're, just, we're rolling man <laughs> also um she describes certain um I forget there's two women that she describes as ascended masters and they basically said the same thing to her mm -hmm. uh in in her invocation of them and she then later after more research found out that they have been described to be coming from the same source oh interesting so would it be possible so if these are um like if i'm if i break this down on kind of a basic level and kind of connect avatar to the movie avatar oh, um would it be possible for one you know kind of like um energy source to then tap into some of these similar people or you know um similar ascended masters that had you know similar teachings or oh yeah 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 for sure well you know and two we also have to remember like you know i mean if i i subscribe to this view and i'm not saying anyone else has to but i you know a lot of people do subscribe to this view when they really are pressed about it if you think you know that there's one source and one energy and one power that you know is this divine 
uh, being behind everything, then everything is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just for us, so, so honestly, you know, it doesn't matter what tradition you're talking about, and it doesn't matter what individual being you're talking about. It doesn't matter if you're talking about a stone or a cat or a plant or a star or a planet or a different person. It's all God. It's all universal spirit. And so, you know, but for us, because we're having this individualized experience as a, as a human being, um, you know, and it feels like we're all separate, we tend to get wrapped up in the separateness of things as opposed to the universal mind aspect of it. And, you know, all these ascended masters tell us that, you know, there's one spirit and one source and one power behind everything and in us. That's all the same. So your soul is my soul and my soul is your soul and your mom's soul is my soul and her soul. You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. we we all have the same source. However, there are these individualized little components for us to work with while we're, you know, in these bodies and spirits and souls that we occupy that make us feel separate. You know, and I think that, you know, and it's it's a strange and puzzling concept because seeing like how would would one thing break up into all these other things and then forget it's the one thing but i i you know my like a thought, prism like yeah a prism but or but i almost feel like it's like how you know there's this there's this idea in in this in in i can't remember where it's in it's in hinduism but there's this idea that basically this presence or this consciousness became aware of itself and it became lonely and broke up into different parts so it could know itself in a different way. And I think about it like that, and I'm like, you know, how would, you, if you were one thing, there's no division in that one thing, so you wouldn't even have reflection on yourself. In order to have reflection, you'd have to create something else to reflect. It, it you know, and it's kind of like a weird matrixy kind of thing when you start diving down that route. I was just going to say that to you, yeah. But you know, for, for, all, for all intents and purposes, though, the point, the point is, is like, you know, yes, you know, we're having, really interesting. there's going to be, there's going to be that, you know, there's going to be that essence or that sameness at the bottom of anything we dig down into, really, right? Yeah. And, and yet, at the same time, we experience the world, like, as a multiplicity, and there's an us, and there's a them, and there's these people that believe this, and those people that believe that, and yeah, it's just kind of how we live, right? So, um, but I think yeah. when you start raising up to those that spiritual mindset, you can kind of get beyond that and like, okay, well, what are the what's the common ground we all share? You know, um, I got completely off track on that. I'm sorry, but um, let me read. No, one no, 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 that's really that's really interesting because visually, um, so if you have that one light source that goes through the prism tool, which is that diamond, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then out on the other side is the, the like the rainbow colors rainbow, that come out yeah. that then are, then are a separation. Um, that, that prism, that diamond um, could then in, in, in what you just described could be the matrix, right? The, it's what divides the one white white light source into all these different parts yeah that's yeah i mean they talk about that idea of maya as 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 this this experience that 
allows us to feel like we're an individual you know it's 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 an it's an illusion but it's an illusion mm -hmm. that feels very very real to us yeah yeah, yeah. so you know and i think I it think. is i think like what you said where you described it as as like a you know what a light coming through a prism it's it's it is it looks like it's broken up, but it really isn't. That's only an appearance to us with our limited vision the way it is. You know what I mean? In the same way, yeah. like, like, uh, like nothing that we, you know, this is a weird thing. I just read this today and I was thinking about it. nothing that we look at actually is the color that it, that it is. It's not like, like, so I'm looking at the cover of this book and, it, and the bulk of it is green. It's mm -hmm. not really, it's not really green. It's just, it's a chemical reflection. It's a reflection yeah. that makes it look green. And so to our eyes, it appears green, it, but it isn't yeah. really green. So it's like, and, and you think about that and it's like everything you look at is like that because really it's just energy. It's not even actually something that's congealed into this thing. Like I'm picking up a glass right now. And really this glass is just a bunch of energy that feels to my hand like it's a glass and it operates like a glass on this material level. But in reality, it's just a bunch of, a bunch of energy. You know what I right. mean? And so it's, it's, you know, when you start thinking like that, you're like, it, it kind of tweaks your mind, but at the same time, it makes <laughs> you realize like everything is of the same essence. And so like all these things that we experience, I think are just like different levels of vibration. And so, you know, I'm so glad that you said that <laughs> because <laughs> when people talk about the low vibe, because I'm kind of stuck on this diamond yeah. triangle um, concept, the lower you go, the more separation it seems like you have, you know, because it's, there's a wider space down at the bottom, the okay. higher you go, the more narrow it becomes. So then you're closer to that light source. Um, you're closer to that kind of uh, true essence of the original source. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I'm wondering if that's, I'm happy, again, I haven't read, I'm getting back into it, <laughs> yeah. but I haven't really read up on like all of these uh, different concepts of where people, uh, you know, started saying vibrations or uh, frequencies or anything like mm -hmm. that. But if we kind of stick to that, um, that concept that we were discussing with the prism and the diamond or the pyramid, um, the higher you go, I guess pyramid or triangle, the higher you go, the, the smaller the space is for you to separate. So you're closer and more tight-knitly connected to that original white light to, source. To the source, to the source. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a, that's a great way to, that's a great way to visualize it. You know, I just, I, I ran, a, I was looking at this, I marked this out, actually, I was going to read this. This is an Elizabeth Clare prophet's book. This is interesting, because it kind of ties in with the angels are. So, you know, so she said, uh, what are, what are the angels and why do they answer our prayers? Angels are to God what sunbeams are to the sun. God created mm. angels to serve and minister to us. Answering our prayers is their reason for being. Although we live in the material world, we have a special link to God through his angels. And we each have a part of God, a divine spark within us that allows us to ask the angels for help and to expect results. So I think mm -hmm. I get that idea of that, that sunbeam, sunbeams to the sun. So you get this source idea, and then you get these little broken off pieces that seem like they're 
not connected because they're like these beams. But then when you really think about it, they're actually part of the sun, but they're, you know, yeah. they're individualized little thing that we can kind of wrap our heads around because the sun itself is so vast and kind of difficult to wrap our heads around that like right. an angel, which has a specific kind of look and vibrational quality and color and uh, you know, I mean, like color, like on the spectrum of color, you know, they're, they're associated with one of the yes. colors of the rainbow and, um, you know, and, and energetic qualities and so on that we can relate to. They're more um, humanized, I guess, for lack of a better word, which kind of gets back to the idea of what you were talking about earlier. Where, yes. Where we need to visualize and see things in ways that, you know, that seem like us. And, you yes. Know, so, you know, when, but, you know, I've also heard that, like, if we were to really see angels in their true form, we'd be so terrified, we'd probably die. Because they're so unlike us that, um, that, you know, they're, they're basically, from my understanding of it, you know, if they, if they do sort of materialize in a vision to a human being, they sort of clothe themselves in a way that, will comfort us and make us understand and make us be able to relate to them, but they don't necessarily in their real form look like a human being. That's my understanding of it. Okay. But they will appear that way. And even some angels, I mean, you got stories in the Bible, like where, uh, where um, perhaps Jacob uh, in, in, in the old Testament, Jacob wrestles with an angel. He actually takes on a physical form and Jacob wrestles him to get a blessing out of him. Uh, and okay. the angel ends up blessing him because, because Jacob wrestles with him for so long, they basically are at a stalemate. And they, the angel just, you know, they, they, they call it a tie and basically gives him a blessing. So he took on a human form. And that's an interesting concept too, the idea of angels taking on human form. So, you know, and you do hear people talking about that, like people will come onto the scene in weird and unexpected ways to help them out. And then all of a sudden that person's never heard from again or disappears. And it's like, hmm, maybe they, maybe they have the ability to manifest on a different level. Because, you know, you think about that, that sun idea, um, you know, everything's connected to the sun and everything's this, this light energy. But there is, but like you said, on lower levels, there's a density to it. You know, we live in this material plane and there's a denseness to us that's different than a spiritual being. A spiritual being doesn't have a physical body, right? Yeah. So, so that's another thing. I think when we get into angels, you know, you got to think about like, it's a different realm of existence. And, you know, another difference between like, so sometimes I think people get confused between ascended masters and spirit guides and their own relatives that have passed on or that have moved into the right. realm and angels themselves. And my understanding, and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, if you've heard differently, or if anybody who's listening has heard differently, but angels, uh, it's my understanding that they've never had a human experience. They're not a, they're not a human soul. There's something God created in these levels of creation that are still connected very intimately with this divine presence. And, and, they can't, the other thing they can't do, which I understand, is that they can't interfere. They can help us if we ask, but they will never just jump in and do things that we don't ask them to do or ask them. Right. For. Do you know what I mean? Or anything that would uh, cause harm or um, get in the way of like whatever the plan is. Yeah. Right. It's exactly. only to help or assist or bring benefit. 
but not benefit that would um, hurt anybody else or or would um, not benefit somebody else. I, I'm trying to find another word for that. Um, <laughs> that might harm them that or, or, or damage. Yeah, there we go. Harm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, and so I think that that's an important thing too. So, and that's why I think- Except for the, the um, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Except no, no. for the, um, the transformer archangels, right? I, uh, tell me more. I mean, about that's that. what I dubbed them. Tell me more <laughs> about that. Yeah, because I am not, I'm not that familiar with that. So in her book, there's uh, Metatron. Okay. And that, oh, that's funny. I literally opened up book to both of those right now. Um, so Metatron and uh, Sandalphon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are known to be twins, I believe. And they don't have the EL um, uh, kind of like suffix, which yeah. uh, according to this book is, um, it uh, means God in Hebrew. Yeah, exactly. And so these two archangels were um, humans and they were then. Uh, oh, you're talking. So Metatron was Metatron was um, was e Enoch, I think. And um, and then Sandalphon was um, Elijah. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So those are yeah. So those are two uh, two biblical characters. That I, I that I think that actually is from Kabbalah, um, because it does speak about them in the Bible, and they bodily transcend into heaven. They're the only two figures in the Bible that do that. They just ascend and disappear into heaven. And so it's you know not even Moses does that. And so. So it's, you know, for, so for early Kabbalists, they're like, oh, there must be something going on here. So I, they, I think that um, they began to see that there was a connection between those angels and those, those particular figures from the Bible. That's, that's my understanding. It's a little raw, but I think that's the basic understanding of that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So those so are the that, only two. Yeah. yeah, in that case, then those two, yeah, exactly. Those two were, were human souls at one point or had an incarnation as a human, as a human being uh and so maybe you know maybe that's a case of almost like you know maybe i almost feel like in a like a, like in the case of these divine figures that come along to share something maybe maybe they you know maybe they incarnated in a human being in, in, you know that angelic presence incarnated a human being for a special purpose you know to you know what i'm saying yeah uh like for example metatron on here says that uh, uh it is said that uh that Enoch, um, who is said to have walked with God in the book of Genesis, retained his God-given purity during his mortal life. Enoch was also a scholar on heavenly sec secrets, having received the book of the angel Raziel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, that's, that's, a, that's another uh, Kabbalistic book. It's called Sefer Raziel. That's an important uh, angelic magical book and Kabbalistic book. Um, Interesting. Get more books. <laughs> I'm telling you, all it just every every time we open these up, it it gets us. But you know, the interesting thing uh, with all of this, what one of the you know this Elizabeth Clare Prophet book is good. 
I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's funny because I'm, I'm usually, I'm one of these people that I like to go back to the source material always. Yeah. But I do also, I do also like some of these kind of, and I'm not being critical when I say this, but these more kind of new age-year type books that are a little, you know, easier mm-hmm. reads. Because I do think one of the things that's nice about them is they kind of, um, they're, they're very practical and they're usually very short and they oftentimes have, uh, exercises and ways to connect immediately. And I think some of the more abstract and deeper quote unquote books oftentimes don't give you tools to work with. And the thing about it is like, people think like, well, oh, you know, there's these angelic beings and I need, I know I need help, but I, of course I need to know all these special prayers. And I need to know how to do this and do that. And, you know, I've never seen angels before. So how can I work with them? And one of the good things about both of these books is they just right up front just dispel that idea. And they're like, the only reason why you're not working with angels is because you're not asking angels for their help. You're not, right. you're not open to it. And I think that yeah. fits into that idea of like, well, we've talked about so much about like clairvoyance and psychic abilities. And it's like, if you don't think that you have those powers, then you're not even going to be aware of them when they pop up. Yes. You no, know, and it's the same with angels. If you don't open a space for this idea of angelic presences and beings in your life, then you will never see them. So, you know, that's that's in the same way, like it's it's the same idea. And this is a stupid example, but like if you're going out to buy a car and you go to look at a Honda and you look at the the new, you know, yellow electric hybrid honda whatever i don't i can't even think of the new the new honda versions of you know cars but the new models but you know after that you will begin to see that car everywhere you look but before you never saw a yellow you know honda in your life (laughs) it's the same type of thing you open your awareness to the idea of these beings and these powers and they and they start to show up yeah you know what i mean no, for sure. For yeah, definitely. One of the things that I uh, that I enjoy doing, um, both in my um, professional practice, personal life, spiritual practice, is using language in that way. And sometimes it's like really, um, it's really simple. You know, things like, um, uh, ugh, like for example. Um, uh, why am I forgetting it? I used to use, I, it used to come to me really easily. Uh, there's like another, like there's a negative way of, uh, oh, there we go. Fake it till you make it, right? Okay. Is not very different from practice makes perfect. Mm. They're like the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but one of them is encouraged and the other one is looked down upon, but it really just depends on like, you know, how you use it how you exactly they're both uh essentially the same thing you're doing the same thing you're practicing and practicing or you're repeating a certain behavior until you make it or until it becomes perfect yeah yeah exactly and and that's and that's the power of language and the power of framing and the power of visualization and it's like that's what you've got to be you know, in a lot of ways, very, very careful about how you look at things and how you speak to yourself and how you think and how you speak, how you act, because it, yeah. it, it does, it creates this um, momentum and sort of paradigm that 
it's as if you, your actions, your words, your thoughts paint a picture and then all, that's all you can see afterwards. Yeah. It puts a pair of, of glasses on you that shapes your worldview. And then you think totally. like the whole world is like this, but the whole world isn't like that. You just think it's like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you realize like, wow, okay, I can actually get in there and mess around with my paradigm and change it and reframe my worldview. It, like it blows your mind when you understand that concept. It, 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 you know, people can repeat that to you over and over again. You know, as, you, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And, you know, what you think about is what you get. And, you know, all these platitudes and ideas yep. of, of thinking. But until, until you like internalize it and really understand it, it's just a bunch of BS. It's like you don't get it. And then all of a sudden, one day something clicks and it's like, oh, my God, that it's 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 real that's my whole outlook is based on what i feed into my mind what i think how i choose to look at things and and then it turns into a habit and solidifies to the point where i don't notice it anymore you know and so yeah that's, that's the crazy thing about it but you you know and again it's like when we talk about these spiritual things this is where like you can create a new paradigm where you can communicate with spirit guides and angelic beings and where you do have this intuition that guides you and where you do have a connection to spirit all the time. But you yeah. have to begin slowly and start incorporating changes into your mindset, right? Yes, and getting out of that, um, that lower level pool of frequencies. I think a, a lot of people have just been waiting around in that lower level for so long that they don't know anything else and then if we go back to you know using terms like the matrix or believing other people um, and their negativity and taking that on and owning it because essentially that's what you do you start owning that negativity now you're gonna live there i remember having uh different uh advisors or going to different spiritual people that work off of uh, cursed energy or this, you know, um, kind of like fear tactic or fear-based things. And that's all it was. And so um, then your life just becomes fear-based. And yep. then you, you're you so uh, riddled with it that you forget how to sometimes enjoy things and you only look at the negative. So that's why, um, you know, I've mentioned this a few times where um, uh Oh, the whole airplane thing <laughs> with me um, yesterday. Yes, the days are all blurring out. You know, uh, someone might say like, um, oh, that was a horrible experience because you had to like be pretty much stuck on a plane for like nine hours because, you know, you couldn't land and you had to have like an emergency landing at like the nearest city over, which is like 40 minutes. So then we can refuel. I'm sitting there calmly going, yeah, I think my angels got me <laughs> <laughs> and they knew that, you know, we needed to detour so then we can come back safely because landing during this horrible weather was not the safest thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people had to be rerouted. So, um, Hopefully, I don't think I saw any news on accident. So that was great. So before the flight um, took off, 
I started practicing some of the um, invocations in um, Doreen Virtue's book. Mm-hmm. And I just, for me, um, there's, it just feels like, um, sometimes I do get like really charged up when I'm doing readings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just kind of accept it to be, and it it doesn't feel much different from my regular self, you know? Yeah. Because it's just, I think I've just gotten so comfortable with it now mm-hmm. that I, I just, I, I said the invocation in my mind because in the book, it just says, you know, think about the invocation or when you um, call upon um, Archangel Michael, there's no anything specific. You just think about it. Is that a, is it a long it. invocation or is it a pretty short one? For Archangel Michael? Yeah. She said that there is no invocation in her book. Oh, so it's just you you invoking in your own language his presence. Yeah, you just think about him, and oh, then wow. he's there. Okay. Yeah. That's how uh, readily available and powerful, I guess, because there's no need yeah. for anything formal. Um, so I did that, and then I was like, and I looked at my phone when we were about to uh, depart, and um, it was... 820 and 820 is a number that I see often and then I was like okay cool we got this <laughs> yeah. you know we're like good on this um so then I was just chill there was people around me that were freaking out and having panic attacks but <laughs> I was really calm so calm that I was like talking people down <laughs> from their nice. from their anxiety <laughs> well listen it wouldn't be a trip for you if you didn't do some good spiritual work while you're out on yeah. the road right I was like, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's really get into this. You know, I, I, I love though how how simple that is, you know, because I think again, that kind of gets back to that point that I was talking about. It's like, you know, there's no wrong way to contact a spirit guide or to contact an angel or to yeah. ask, you know, universal spirit for help. You know, yeah. there's no wrong way. The wrong way is to not do it. And the wrong way is to not have any faith. And the wrong way is to think negatively and to think that there isn't any support for you. That's the yeah. only wrong way. Like in school, right? There's no wrong act, uh, question except for no question or something Yeah, like that. something like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> no, I, you know what I mean, though? And it's so I, I want to reiterate that that kind of thing. And I think, you know, you you talk about that a lot, too. It's like, you know, trust yourself and trust your instincts when you're when you're trying to connect to these these higher energies. Um, you know, the books can help, and there's definitely tools and prayers and invocations, and you know, and and actually, Elizabeth Clare Prophet has these little things she calls fiats or decrees that are these little short statements like affirmations. They're, you know, these are mm-hmm. nice. There's some nice little easy. Like she has a fun one. Let me see. Where is that one? Some. Um, this one is uh, this one is for uh, this one's for Mary actually. She calls Mary a queen of the angels, which I think is actually one of her titles, even in Catholicism. And so she connects, oh. you know, Mother Mary to the angels. And she says, uh, "This is her little decree." And it, you know, for some people, this is a little too quote unquote Christian, but it's 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 I like it. It's I am the resurrection and the life of my perfect health now made manifest. You know, it's like a healing decree that you make for yourself and while you're doing that you just you know visualize mother mary you know working healing magic for you and then she has another one where it's um i like this one's fun it's from uh, it's for uh yofiel 
and the angels of illumination. So these are angels that help bring you new spiritual awareness or understanding that help you on tests or on, you know, if you've got to take a, some kind of a, a certification, you know, something like this, they help you with yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, and this, they also, uh, like I said, will help you get, uh, oh, they'll, they'll help you get past addictions, uh, past ignorance, pride, and so forth. Anyway, she has this one. It's just, you know, a simple little, little saying, angels bright from starry height, charge my being and mind with light. You know, and, and again, these, these things, they, you know, on the surface, sometimes they sound kind of corny, but I, I, I like things that rhyme and I like yes. things that are simple. <laughs> and so does your soul. Your soul yeah. is not as, this is the funny thing about the soul and the unconscious mind. It's far less um complicated complicated and far less um uh i'm trying to think of the word that i can't like I'm, I'm i'm blanking on the word that i'm looking for that's like cynical it's far less cynical than your ego is so yeah you know things like that like angels bright from starry height charge my being my my being and mind with light you know it, it works it works for your soul. It works on a very sort of childlike level. That reminds me of uh, the when you wish upon a star a bit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, oh, those... oh go ahead. Did you know that Walt Disney was an ascended master? I, I've, I have not heard of that, but that, that, uh, I mean, I know that he was into, you know, into spiritual things. I, you can watch those, uh, those early Disney movies and see all of that. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, you know, the fairy godmothers and all that are like guardian, those are guardian angels, fairy godmothers. Yeah. Wasn't he also kind of like, <laughs> excuse me, like, um, he was a Freemason and an occult, occult student. Or like racist or anti Semitic? I don't know about that. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I think he's had those types of charges leveled at him and it's, possible but i i I honestly don't know she doesn't mention in her book but she says that uh she you know that was one of the people that she left out Mm. (laughs) just in case you were asking like just in case you had uh some of your uh ascended masters that were not didn't make the list she just wanted to kind of give like a smaller a smaller uh, version of it oh interesting yeah, I have. But yeah, that. Book. Yeah, I need to get. I need like, to get that book. I want to. I want to see yeah. that one. That Do kind you, of like made me interested. I'm like Walt Disney, huh? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's fascinating. But there is something about rhyming. I I really enjoy when I when I write words that rhyme. There's something about it that uh, it really resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Also. Um, What's it called when you like start something with the same? Oh, alliteration. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the same, uh, the same sound or the same letter. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, the, uh, it's interesting though, because I think that kind of stuff that's, you know, again, that gets into childlike mind and I don't mean childish. I mean, childlike, there's a very yeah. big difference between childish and childlike childlike is that wonder is sort of mind that possibility Curious. creative. What yeah. if, you know, what if this, or, you know, daydreaming. Yeah. Yeah. 
and just seeing possibilities and connections. And, you know, children oftentimes see, you know, the elemental world and uh, fairies and different, you know, different types of spiritual creatures that adults, you know, can no longer see. And, you know, they're just, we talked about this before, but I think part of it is like, I think kids are just, they're closer to the spirit world because they just came from there. Yes. Know? And we're, we're more densely in our bodies as we get older. And then we forget where we came from and we think we're just this material body. And I think that's another thing you got to remind yourself, you know, not to get into a kind of a, you know, new agey sort of thing, but you know, you're a spiritual being having a human experience, not a human being that's, you know, trying to be a spiritual person. Right. It's, it's, you gotta, you gotta kind of flip it around and realize like, you know, the, the truth of you is that eternal part and the and the kind of like temporal time-based thing is this body and it's hard because the body seems like it has all of its demands you know it needs to be fed and it gets tired and it gets itchy and it gets hot and it gets cold and you know what i mean it's like yeah ailments uh, right so um let me hear i know you had a couple of of good good things that happened some interesting things that happened that were related to angels right well, you, you totally lit up like a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, there, there was a, there was a, when you were right now, the most yeah. recent one that you mentioned uh, with children. So um, I decided to take the book with me, this, uh, um, the Dorian Virtue book. Yeah, yeah. And I was in the flight there, even though my flight was, uh, what time was it? Like five o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> And um, then I, as I was reading, I was getting like super really into it, right? I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And then she was like saying all these other things. I'm like, oh, this, I could understand this. Sometimes I go into these things of thinking that it's gonna be complex, like mm -hmm. um, the Madame- Blavatsky. That you've described, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So th that kind of is like, oh, okay, should I do started because then I'm not going to be able to stop and then you know stuff like that so yeah. as I was reading this I was feeling very energized by it and um for some reason I turn over to my right and there's this little girl just like staring at me <laughs> and she gives me like the biggest smile but before she does that she looks up and then looks down at me oh, and I was like that's really interesting right and yeah. I've always believed that um you know, culturally, it's just part of uh, my upbringing of believing that uh, children have like this, um, like heavenly innocence. And yeah. one of the other uh, things that you mentioned was the story with Jacob. Um, so I don't know if you remember, I can't remember which episode that was, but I mentioned that somebody came into my life for like a short minute. Mm -hmm. And then I lost all contact with them. I could yes. never find them again. Yes. And I thought I'm like, all right, totally F this up. Um, yeah. But when I met that person, I felt like I knew them. Mm -hmm. And they had a very familiar kind of like spirit about them. And yeah. I, at the time, confused it for attraction. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was just so um, taken by their information about all of this um, like new age information, because um, I'll uh, say it again, I was uh, kind of, I don't want to say stuck, but I was more inclined to native 
kind of cultural things okay um with like uh, more like native american or like first uh first people i forget i always forget that term uh, first like, people yeah that's um that's another term yeah that's so when there was this introduction about other concepts it just opened me up in a certain way that since that moment mm -hmm. i i haven't been the same like it just it yeah. felt like i just turned a new page and it was like ta-da now it's time to get back into exploration and figuring yourself out more again and you know opening up yourself to like new things like how you were before um, yeah so yeah. that was really interesting um so yeah there was a few there was yeah i think, I think was, too i might it might be I, you know i wonder sometimes if you know if these angelic presences aren't working through people sometimes too true and, yeah um un yeah. unknowing unknowingly you know that i, I don't mean, that person probably yeah. thinks oh this is all just coming from my creative imagination all this stuff i'm talking about but it's like hmm, maybe not you know what i mean yeah well they had a lot of them like uh it seemed i mean at the time i didn't really know because yeah it was like a foreign language to me, but whenever they mentioned like, uh, like Akashic or Akashic records, mm -hmm. um, I was like, I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but this sounds similar to like another concept, sure, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that, that just kind of really opened me up to, yeah, it, I was like, why do I feel like I know you, you know, why do I yeah. feel like, um, I had this kind of like, sadness when I when they were no longer around and it was literally a maybe like a course of a couple of days <laughs> it wasn't even oh, like yeah. a long time but I was like how did that impact me so much and you still I mean uh, and, and it's and you still you know you still remember it to this day that's the interesting vividly thing. yeah yeah right? so yeah um yeah and then what other oh when you were saying that sometimes um so this morning I had like a, uh, this discomfort in, in my foot, which I have had, have been battling for a while. And um, with this book, just kind of being a little bit more practical and not really putting a whole lot of like pressure on you to go to some sort of like elevated state. It was just like, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. Say the words, they are there, you know, kind of uh, pretty much what you were saying before. And I was just like laying there. I was really tired because I had that really long flight um or not really yeah long flight and long just sitting <laughs> inside of the plane yeah, yeah. um and I was like just can somebody help <laughs> yeah. but more specific like I had a specific one in mind a specific yeah. archangel in mind. and then it felt like somebody just like yanked my or something just like yanked my leg and then the discomfort was gone that's interesting. I had this kind of a. Uh, you know what? Look, I don't mean to interrupt, but this is yeah, when Jacob was wrestling the angel. The angel put his his hip joint out, which is you know the leg is attached to that hip. That's kind of yeah. a strange thing. He actually was injured by the angel, but you were fixed by the angel. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. yeah. So that was. Um, 
those were just since the book visualize and and see that that angelic presence or was it just a feeling you had so that's the other part that was a little trippy Mm. when um when i visualized this this so you were just i i don't know if you noticed that i was pretty quiet yeah (laughs) when you were uh, when you were speaking um which is not very common for me if you know me um (laughs) (laughs) the the other part was kind of freaky because um i'm like am i just tired because you know i haven't had like a lot of sleep or whatever but when i opened my eyes to look up because i had this sense that uh there was some sort of energy hovering over me it was not a pleasant vision yeah it wasn't like how you just visualize this gleaming um you know like angel presence Mm -hmm. it was something that was not how I would think of what we traditionally think of angels today. Yeah, yeah. And when you were talking about that, I was like, I've never heard of that before, but that's so trippy that I had that experience this morning. Oh, interesting. Because I had to close my eyes back again. Yeah, right. I couldn't make out um, like necessarily a a face too much Mm -hmm. because it was a bit of... um, dark my I have blackout curtains so it was very dark yeah and um and I just didn't want to look yeah it was but my leg was pulled and then things just felt better and I was able to rest because I had a long day well I always have long days but a long day today um so that those are all the things that I was just kind of like quietly listening to going He's not going to believe all of these. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, man. No, I. But it, this book is really cool. It has yeah. a, I think I mentioned to you that it has an oracle aspect of it. So if you ask a question and then just find a spot or open it to, um, to a specific spot, then that um, archangel or ascended master is uh what you need for whatever the question is and um i when i took it with me um uh, again i'm going to mention my cousins <laughs> um they always encourage me to you know just be myself and they're very open to these experiences and um, um one of my cousins asked me she's like did you bring any any uh tarot cards and i'm like yeah but I also brought this book that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And so we did the book. And when I, it's, it was just word were pulled from their question and put into the, 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 the service that these archangels or ascended masters do. Wow. It was just like dead on. They were, like dead on. It, we were like, like that (laughs) speechless yeah 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 wow yeah all right even um go ahead no no go ahead i forgot who i it's lug right yeah yeah so i had never heard of her but when i asked you know like how can i tap into um more of uh my clairvoyant stuff or you know uh what can i do to move this forward a little bit or you know and then um it opened up to this 
And then on the helps with uh, side, it says alchemy, which you and I have talked about and yeah. on this podcast as well. Uh, artistic projects, including art, crafts, poetry, and music. Divine magic, healing from painful situations, which that's a personal thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Uh, protection of all kinds, which I feel I, I need at all times. And solution to any problem. Um, so yeah, it was, wow. Yeah. It's right in the, it's right. Definitely in that area. Yeah. It's somebody asked about how to, uh, deal with like, um, anxiety mm-hmm. with stress in school and, uh, financial situations. And those were the keywords, anxiety, oh, wow. stress. <laughs> no, it gave, um, gave him the exact, the exact, uh, uh, ascended masters or angels or whoever that they needed to to get into contact with yes wow and there was invocations for that and then the person who um one of my cousins who was just like i don't know i don't know you know um i don't know if i believe in this much as you all do or something like maybe uh she's like i don't know maybe i just need more help or things like that um they opened up their page to um archangel michael which is i think like the mac daddy of all of oh, these yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. so it was like here you go then you wow. have like, the most amount of help because maybe you feel like you have the most amount of need yeah i mean and michael especially is a is, a, is known as you know as a healer and a, and a protector you often see him with you know slaying uh uh demons and you know subduing demons and yeah fear that's right fear was a big a big uh fear was actually one of the words used in the question oh wow yeah and yeah he's he's all about about uh like that warrior spirit and that that back like a backbone and getting like strength and and all that and cutting you from any fear attachments with the sword yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a great, that's a great image. I love that. So yeah, yeah this was really, it was, I really enjoyed the book. Thanks for pushing me to read. So now the next one <laughs> is that other one that you have as yeah. well. About the media yeah, mastery. Exactly. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be for our, our next month stuff, right? Yes. There's something else that you said um, in terms of, um, kind of calling upon um the angels that mustered up a a a thought for me mm-hmm. um there's there's a there's a lot of faith i think you know with uh, an intention that comes with uh these things but i feel that often um it gets misconstrued or it it um it just gets either muddled or uh, there's a lot of like mixed messaging or wrong messages that like society puts on you. Like you have to, I'm not condemning anybody or saying anything bad about people who go to church, but it's like, you have to maybe sometimes do all of these formal or have these formalities in order for you to access, um, you know, this information. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I, I mentioned this to you all the time, every time I yeah. go on a trip or go, out anywhere uh i always kind of like jab at myself and saying okay 
I have to um, take this a little bit more seriously or uh, not that I don't take it seriously, mm-hmm. um, but it's sometimes I think that you just have to um, believe that your ideas are going to affect change without having it to be about yourself. Yeah, I think that when you were describing, let's say, for example, like Jesus or Buddha, Muhammad, there's this mission or this, uh, you said that they impacted the world in, in such a grand way, right? Because these, yeah. these are like the, the main guys that we talk about. Sure. And without that belief and that confidence that your ideas are going to affect change, that's not necessarily ego. It's just that you have this faith and, and you have the right intention to make these things happen or manifest these things or be a conduit or a vessel for these messages. And yeah, yeah, sometimes I'm playful with it. You know, Um, I love certain aesthetics, (laughs) but I think that's the part where, even though it seems that I'm making it about myself, it's not really (laughs) about myself. It's just part of the the persona, right? That that I maybe perhaps take on when I do deliver these messages or, or when um, I'm able to kind of like tap into this, I feel really comfortable yeah. in those, that clothing. And maybe I'm tapping into like a past life or something, but um, it's not that I can't, you know, receive messages with like genes or whatever, but um, when I'm in this state, it just, it just feels different. And it feels like I am invoking some of these uh, spirit guides and information and when I'm out there, um, I feel like I do have that belief that, you know, these messages or these ideas are going to affect um, or change somebody's life in a positive way. Because it, if it was, I feel like if it wasn't meant for me to receive them, or if it wasn't meant for me to give them, then it wasn't necessarily meant for me to receive them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, and also there's the aspect too, I think with, with you and I think with anybody that's, you know, trying to do this kind of work, spiritual work is that, you know, if you just kind of think about the the service, you know, trying to be of service and trying to, you know, trying to help heal and trying to give of yourself. When you come from yeah. that space, uh, I think it puts you in the right, you know, in the right mindset. And then the other stuff, the playful stuff or the aesthetic stuff or the, you know, however you want to look or however you want to display things and do, you know, your own unique stuff that you're putting into it. That's really just kind of like the icing on the cake. The cake itself, though, is like the love and the compassion and the desire to be of service and to help and to want to heal other people and to want to share the light and and all that. And when you come from that space, then you're, you know, you're going to move in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, I, and I think then you connect to spirit and then spirit moves you. And so even if you're doing your playful thing or doing, you know, your irreverent thing or, you know, I'm doing my intellectual thing, it's still coming from the same, same space, the same source. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just with mm-hmm. our own, our own little spin on it. Right. Right. 
just like you know how uh we were both i think describing the difference between like again buddha jesus muhammad uh is krishna krishna sure yeah um exactly so you just have like uh you know your take on it or your presentation with it yeah yeah exactly and and so i i think that that's you know when we can remember that again there's you know there's this this one source and this one presence and spirit and love behind all of it you know then we get less caught up in the the differences and the kind of costumes and the you know the language that this one uses or that one uses or the other one uses and then we focus on the 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 sort of archetypal and the kind of foundational things that you know that make us human that make us connected together and you know what i mean and we get mm -hmm. past the the appearances and go into the reality you know yes. with the capital r the reality behind all of it and i think that that's where you know that's where we need to spend more time especially these days when you know people are so polarized in their different political views and their different spiritual or you know either you know they you want to be this one's an atheist and this one's you know a catholic and this one's an agnostic and none you know none of them can get along and it's like you know all of these different labels that we put on ourselves that define us in ways that keep us apart they don't bring us together yeah you know and i think that's one of the things we got to remember when we look at all these different names for angels and names for spiritual beings and names for the divine source and names for different religious and you know spiritual paths you know uh, it's it's like there's many there's there's many paths up the mountain you yeah. know is 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 one one thing ramakrishna used to say so there's a top of the mountain and we all want to get there but there's many paths how we're going to get there they all lead up to the top of the mountain eventually right. you know and and i think that's the real real key you know you don't sit there and argue about which is the best path you just get on your path and you start moving you know and your path may not be the same path that someone else is on but it's moving in the same direction if you have the same intention yes you know I mean? yeah and sometimes those messages don't have to be so big yeah um as i was thinking back on you know kind of my uh playfulness but a lot of times it is requests and sometimes i just feel compelled i but i've been like this my whole life um there's a difference between something that you know um short like a short message that maybe perhaps opens up you know somebody to uh maybe look into their spirituality like how you were saying or maybe say you know what there's something in this um let me let me go find out what this means for me or let me go find out more about myself and my belief system and things like that so those could be you know like just short little window views or a peephole yeah. look at you know what is out there available for you then the conversation that we had uh at the way at the beginning you and I prior to the show that that is when I feel like I am a light bulb um that is when I'm I just I can just oh <laughs> it's just all over like my all my 
skin was just yeah. standing on end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was like scratching my head. I'm now. I'm gonna start doing it again. Um, <laughs> but that's when I'm like, oh, like you know, like I feel like I'm, uh, I'm beaming, and that's when I feel like these big. Well, you had big, some deep insight. You know, just yeah. for, for people that are listening, you had some deep insights into some of the stuff that I was asking about the person that I was trying to work with and so on. And that was kind of an indication that you you were, you know, I was vibing the same way actually. And yeah. so we were really hitting on some information. I think we were really connected in that one. Yeah. yeah. And that was super yeah. important for me to understand about this, this, this person and how I'm going to work with them. So, you know, that's one of those things where like, you know, we, we stress it all the time on the show is like, pay attention when you have those hits of feeling like that and you, you know, and, and, open up to them because they're there to tell you this is important look look over here it's almost like a finger yeah. pointing at something right mm -hmm. so that's yeah. where this awareness comes into play doesn't it yes and i think if the awareness comes with a lens of love i don't know if you can go wrong you know i remember um this is why i'm saying that i was i've been like this for since I can remember, <laughs> um, when I think I was like in, uh, I was like three or four, maybe four, um, I had already begged my mom to like take me to school. And so I was like, believe in like second grade. Okay. Um, and uh, we had to like pay for me to go to school. Because <laughs> they're like, you're too little, both <laughs> physically and age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I don't know, have I mentioned this on here or with you? No. I, mm. I, so I had a babysitter and, um, I had packed a bunch of stuff and even though it was from a loving heart, <laughs> I was also always pretty smart. Um, so I asked my babysitter to take this, uh, uh, you know it's just like a big trash bag like mm -hmm. nondescript right okay. and I was like oh I'm gonna need that for this after school thing that um we're doing okay and that was all that I said <laughs> and so uh she helped you know me she met me at school and she carried it with her and then I was like okay thank you and so um I gave it to these two little boys uh they were twins because when I walked out of the school the day before I noticed that one of them didn't have shoes and then the other one had holes at the bottom of his and they shared that pair. And me being an only child, um, having a very hardworking mom who provided me with everything, but all I really played was with, I think I mentioned this part, like I had like a stick <laughs> <laughs> and I would like wave it around and yeah. just created like this imag uh, imaginative wor uh, world so I didn't really have much need for all of these uh, variety of toys. And I had probably as many closets then as I have now. And so I just packed up a bunch of stuff um, and then I gave it to them. Oh, wow. And so later, oh, and then I gave them the shoes that I had on that day too. So when we walked home, um, when uh, my mom had, for some reason, uh, uh, got out of work early. So she's like, what happened to your shoes? <laughs> and um, 
she turns to the babysitter and she's like, I'm not sure <laughs> what's happening here. She's like, but this is what was asked. And um, I thought it was okay with you. And uh, she's like um, freaking out. I'm like, it's okay, mom, don't worry. Like, it'll be fine. And then, so she's like, no, what happened? I'm like, it, it's just like a thing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, Cause she, you know, worked really hard. So she was always yeah. very mindful of the things that sure. she worked for um, and wanted to provide me with, you know, everything yeah um, or everything that she could and so later on that afternoon um we get a knock at the door and there's this woman and she's kind of like hysterical and then um she starts like apologizing right away and i happen to hear some of her apology and so my mom's very confused <laughs> and then she's like what is going on here and she has like this huge bag and she's like i'm so sorry She's like, uh, I think my boys stole this or somehow bullied your son to give this to them. Uh, and so I squeeze it. I'm very short. <laughs> and um, I'm pretty short as a four-year-old. <laughs> I can imagine. And so I squeeze in between my mom's legs and because she wouldn't let me come out. <laughs> and... Um, I squeeze in through her legs and like look up at the woman and I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I gave these to them. Like it's theirs now. It does not yeah. belong to me anymore. And then she's like, what? She's like, no, no, no. They bullied you or they did something or, and I'm like, no, 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 they, it's theirs. I saw them and I have all these other things, you know, and I don't have yeah. you for any of it. And wow. so, I'm like, I don't even play with these things. So I feel like they they probably could have better use out of it. She, um, and at the time I didn't uh, understand why, because I'm, you know, just this little kid. Yeah. Uh, she drops down to the ground, um, kind of like sitting on her legs or on her knees. And she like looks at me and she grabs, my mom starts freaking out at this point. She looks at me and she grabs me and she pulls me in and she starts sobbing. And she's like, who are you? And I'm like, hi, my name is Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and so very, just kind of like how you were describing, wow. you know, very innocently, just, yeah. this is, this is just what I, this is what people are, isn't this what people do? <laughs> And so my mom just kind of like pulls me back from her a little, or basically like peels me back. Peels you off of her, yeah, right? Yeah. And then um, she's just like, thank you so much. She's like, I don't think that we, I'm like, no, no, it's, it is no longer mine. Yeah. So we're not going to accept it. Wow. My mom just kind of like looks at me and she's like, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> so then we just kind of like sit down and. Um, I think I asked questions like, um, in a naive way, yeah, know, like yeah. why some people have shoes and other people don't have shoes. Not, yeah. Don't get me wrong. We didn't come from, um, like money or anything like that, but my mom worked really hard and she has always been very, um, like again, mindful and, uh, she cares for her things very well. So, yeah, yeah. You know, she's the kind of person that could have like furniture for 15 20 years and it looks brand new yeah yeah exactly she's really conscientious about the stuff yeah so um wow that's a great story 
so I just feel like if we just work from from this place, right? If we just work from from love, um, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can ask for something that's wrong, or I don't think you can do something. Um, but again, uh, it goes back to believing, believing that uh, you know what you have to offer, or the ideas, or the uh, views or images that you have are going to, you know, positively affect um, or change something or someone without it being about you. That, I always go back to that version of me mm -hmm. because I love that little human being. Yeah. And if so many more of us can just like, I'm not saying, you know, give all of your things away, but um, if, so many more of us can work through that lens or with that loving, um, caring energy, then we would all be so much better off. Amen. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. That was beautifully put. And I think a fine wrap up of, of this show, unless, you know, you've got anything else pressing. Um, <laughs> nothing pressing <laughs> is any is spirit moving you with any other pressing messages because that was that was that was pretty heavy i love that one yeah uh, i i that's one of my favorite ones i you think know, that's, <laughs> you know what's so great about that is just the innocence and the and the 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 place where you just you know you're coming at it with an innocent love and compassion for another human being and another you know other kids and that family and you know i think like so often we complicate like life and kind of forget that you know I, I think most people and this is what and this is my homework I'm going to give to the listener is like think about that those kinds of times in your life when you've done those things you know 99% of people can come up with at least one or two of those same yeah. things that they've done in their life and it's like that person that little person still exists that little being that spirit still exists within you and you just need to tap back into that you know and, and again you can even you know you can ask angels and you know spirit and spirit guides and and god and you know mother mary and whoever else you want to ask for for that help to to reconnect to that part of yourself and you know to help you to help others and to help others you know and all those are done out of pure pure motives so you know that's the beauty of this material is really it's it's about, um, you know, connecting and healing and helping and sharing the light and, and becoming your best self and connecting to spirit. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we're, we're encouraging you guys to do that out there. And we appreciate you um, listening each week to us. Uh, Angel is at Angel on the eighth day on uh, on Instagram. And we'll say it again on TikTok, but he only, <laughs> has, he only has one funny video on there and he's going to definitely put more up one of these days. Yes, one of these days. <laughs> and I am at Cosmic Eye Tarot or CosmicEye.org. Uh, we are offering right now a new um, uh, limited edition of our, uh, of our, our Blooming Cat Tarot deck and the pre-sales are available on the, on the website if you want to check that out. And you're going to be offering crystals soon so i want to yes i want to plant that seed so keep us posted on where your awesome crystals are going to be located okay. are, you, are you going to do an etsy shop you are right i'm thinking so that's probably I, the easiest perhaps yeah, i would but, say that's a great place to start there's a lot of 
a lot of great little shops on there. I think you'll fit in really nicely there. So yeah, and you're actually, you're going to put energy into the yes. as well, right? Correct. So I'm uh, tossing uh, the idea of having them pre-energized, yes. or infused, or have, or, I mean, they're going to, they're going to be energized and infused regardless. Um, so I could just do like a general or specific to people's like situations or whatnot. Oh, so that'll probably take a little bit more, excuse me, a little bit more time, uh, yeah. depending on what I may or may have not have to uh, conjure up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a couple of pieces that you sent me and they're very powerful. I can attest, can attest to them. You know what I really like is the abundance bowl. I think everybody has uh, everybody that I've known to give them to. Oh, that thing's, that thing's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, the abundance bowl is where it's at. So if you if you ever start selling those, I would highly recommend the listener <laughs> to to get into that, to get into that object because it's 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 a powerful thing that'll bring uh, what you're looking for into your life. Most yeah, I think somebody like started a whole new business. And like their partner also started a new, but like, it was like, holy smokes. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it definitely, uh, there was an upsurge in sales, uh, in our, in our products and stuff when you helped us out with that. So, oh, awesome. but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I definitely, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting some of that stuff up online. So we'll keep everyone posted, uh, keep in touch with us. And again, uh, if you want to ask any questions or you've got uh, any comments you want to make, uh, if you go to the anchor.fm slash cosmic eye page uh, and you have the anchor app, you can actually call and leave messages and you can contact us or you can uh, you can hit us up on the website uh, cosmiceye.org. There's a page for the podcast on there and you, you'll be able to contact us or you can you can go through Angel's Instagram. Yeah. Angel on the eighth day. Or like I said, at Cosmic Eye Tarot. Either, either way, it, don't don't even bother with TikTok right now because because <laughs> Angel's a TikTok hater. I'm not. I just some of the I kid, out there. Kid. You're not some a hater. You just no. listen. You don't have time to post post videos. Like I, I have the luxury of of being able to actually post stuff once in a while while you're you know working with like 20 clients a day. So you know. It, that and like all of the my love people who are like just answering quick fire uh quote-unquote psychic yeah responses with like yes my love this my love and love it's like oh yeah. what remember i sent you the, the yeah, oh yeah. that's that's what uh that's what i'm not a fan of yeah there that is the problem with social media is it's is is one it's brought out like a lot of people who haven't necessarily done the sort of back work necessary in order to really do good readings. And it's also brought out a lot of people that maybe aren't connected to spirit so much and aren't right. working from the higher motives, but are working yeah. from the more of the profit motives, unfortunately. Yeah. And of course, any, any you know. R-O-F-I-T, profit. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So. Not the other kind of profit. Not the other kind of, yeah. <laughs> So, so that's, that's, you know, but you, you know, look, you, you trust yourself and you, you'll know the difference. So yeah. that's, that's the reality of it. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up now. Thank you again, Angel. Appreciate it. Thank uh, you. Help. We'll be back uh, 
next Wednesday, <laughs> most likely, you know, yes. spirit moves moves us in that direction. So. I'm not going on any trips. So I no should trips. Be yeah. So, all right. Uh, blessings and light to everyone. Bye.